welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, and privyet. It's really, really good to be with you again, and I know you'll be so happy you've joined us because we have a very special guest today, and it's Donna Lisa. And Donna is a master mindset coach and an RTT practitioner. That's a rapid transformational therapy practitioner. I'm so excited to have you with us today, Donna. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, I, my name is Donna and I help emerging female leaders to be free from self-sabotage so they can achieve their next level success and make even bigger waves in their business through rapid mindset recoding. I love it, I love it. And so let's jump right in and tell me more about, when you think about one of the big problems that you help your clients with, what comes up for you? Yeah, so um, I actually started with um, kind of high performance coaching and what I encountered was that there was always something that was getting in the way of clients achieving their goals and actually taking any action. And then I thought, well, this is like really strange, like what is going on? I mean, they take little action, but then they stop and there's something really holding them back. And this is why I deep dived into the whole mindset thing to just really find out and figure out what is getting in the way of people taking the action that they need to the things that they believe or they think that they want, really. So um, as I did this, uh, I then encountered the self-sabotage. And this is really comes in a lot of different ways. It could be procrastination. It could be perfectionism. It could be imposter syndrome. It could just be fear. You might be afraid of success or failure, a rejection, abandonment. There's so many different things. And your mind is always going to be you know, getting in your way or like you're, you're kind of getting in your own way in a sense because your mind is really designed to protect you and keep you safe. And if it's something is a bit scary, it's like, are you sure? Are you sure you really want to do that? And then you stop yourself and you think, oh, maybe I'll just do something else. Maybe I'll just create that content. I mean, one of the clients that I had, she was just creating hundreds of content she just had this in her pc for like for six months she was creating content but none of it ever came out and it's like you know what's going on you know but she was just stopping herself and it's like well when i've got this one right when i've got that one right then then it's perfect and then i can 
you know, bring it out. Mm. And um, but it goes much deeper than that because actually it's got nothing to do with the content. It's got nothing to do with uh, whether you've got the perfect copywriting or you've got the perfect picture. And it's got something to do with how you're feeling inside. And I just found that in order for my clients to really push on and move forward fearlessly and easily and effortlessly, they need to find out what is getting in the way. And usually there is something that has gone on that they have forgotten. And it could be something in their childhood that it could have been just as easy as someone, one person to saying to them, oh, yeah, it, your project's not good. Mm. You know, um, that, that's not good enough. Which equates to when you're, say, eight years old, someone tells you your project is not good enough. It equates to, I am not good enough. Mm. And, and, and uh, that's really what it is. There's a lot of childhood trauma that we experience, which I actually didn't even realize. You know, I always thought, Oh, it must be, you know, maybe you had to be in a really bad accident or you broke your bones or, you know, um, some someone abducted you or something really major happened to you to cause that trauma. But we've got to understand when you're one or two or three, you know, it could be as easy as your mother doesn't have time for you. Oh, uh, yeah, later on, because I just need to make dinner. Or you've got other siblings and, you know, they get more attention than you. No one listens to you. No one talks to you. No one cares about you. And those little things, you know, it could be just the one time or it could be the little repeated times. And all of that in our mind, when you're one, two, three years old, whatever age you are, as a child, you translate that in your child mind and think, it's me. There is something wrong with me. Yeah. And that's really what I found. And um, and I could only really find that out through these um, deeper understandings, through uh, by, um, doing rapid transformational therapy, learning from my... Uh, from Marissa Peer, who is um, who created this amazing um, modality. And it's it's so unique. And I think sometimes or like all the time we think we know but subconsciously there's something else going on behind the scenes and so this is what I always work with my clients it's not just about okay here are your goals of course you've got to have clarity you have to have uh you know the you have to know where you want to go basically yeah. You know, you can't just go through life and go, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I, yeah, I want to set up a business, like what kind of business, you know, and things like that. Um, you have to have the motivation. But, you know, willpower only takes us so far. Right. There comes a point where it's like, okay, you know, I've gone, 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 gone. And then what else? You know, so, and this is why when you learn about the subconscious mind and engage the subconscious mind, because the subconscious mind helps us and it actually, you know, uh, runs 95% of our day. Yeah. So if you can imagine that and harness the power of that and 
make your subconscious mind understand that, hang on a minute, I'm not two years old anymore. I am not helpless. I am not useless. You know, that is not me. And when your subconscious mind understands that, you know, and, and heals from that and moves on, and then you can reprogram your mind with something else because that's, in, you know, our, our mind is just a, a bunch of programming. Uh, and we, everything that we consume, you know, goes in. If you're hanging out with certain people and they're always really negative, you are going to turn negative. You are who you hang out with. You know, so we have to be really careful about what we consume uh, because that stops us. You know, um, all of the things in like social media and then, you know, coaches think, oh, you have to be this amazing, beautiful, bubbly, skinny uh, person to be successful because that's what you see. Mm. But it's just a snapshot. But your mind goes, Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go on video because you you need to lose 10 more pounds. Mm. You know, you can't go on video because your teeth is a bit crooked. You know, no one's, no one cares about you. No one's going to listen to you. No one's going to tune into you. Why would they want to even, you know, and all of these thoughts go on in our mind all the time. And they say by research, uh, you know, 60,000 thoughts in a day, Mm. which is like 80% of them are negative. And we need that. We need the fear to keep us safe. But sometimes, well, most of the time, it's not true and we don't actually need it. Mm -hmm. And so this is why it's so important for people to recognize that when you're trying to achieve something, yes, you do need to know where you're going, but you also need to recognize and really raise your self-awareness to say, oh, okay, I'm not taking action. I'm watching too much Netflix. You know, I am redesigning my website five, six times. I'm not pressing that send button. I'm writing this post like, you know, so many times and rewriting and rewriting. I'm just like, and I'm not, I'm just saving it. And then it goes into draft. And next thing you know that you've got a hundred posts that never makes the light of day. You know, you you buy another course Mm -hmm. and it goes into this, freebie graveyard that you've got and even those like tiny little things you know it's like when I've done this after I pass my NLP I will be better mm-hmm. when I've got my degree I will be better you know and you're always constantly comparing yourself to other people and thinking that when you have more you can be more and you are you know this other better person and actually the only competition you have is with yourself mm. you know and i think that's i think people need to kind of recognize that because there's so many things going on that we're not really aware of and you know i mean where do you even start you know and i think just being self-aware and being like oh hang on a minute i'm doing that again you know and um and once you know what you're constantly doing or in the habit of doing, then you can really kind of like stop yourself and go, oh, okay, I'm going to do something else, you know, and make that decision and make the choice because you do have the ability to make a conscious decision. But when you're on autopilot and you don't even recognize that you're on autopilot, then you can't 
stop yourself and go, oh, right, okay, done. Need to do something else, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I am, wow, you brought up so many really, really excellent points. And huh, I, this idea of the subconscious mind versus willpower and, you know, I know for a long time, like uh, maybe you know this is something that's been changing, and I and I don't know how much it has come into the mainstream. Uh, but I know uh, when I first started on my journey of personal development, most of the learning that I was consuming, the content that I was consuming around personal development, it was so focused on, you know like the willpower aspect of Mm -hmm. things and trying to use your willpower to create change in your life. And I struggled with that so much. And I blamed myself when I failed in those processes. And um, it was, I don't know, I feel like for me, it was a little bit like, you know, the blessing of God that God steered me towards other people, other teachers with other approaches, um, you know, who understood more about the power of the subconscious and, um, you know, started to learn about some of these techniques that help, you know, reprogram your mind, retrain your mind more from this, uh, from this perspective of healing the subconscious and so forth. And I found that I made so much more progress that way and so much more easy also to create the change that you want. Um, And now I'm like, I feel like I'm surrounded by people who have this thought and perspective and it's sort of like, I guess, Like I said, I'm not sure how much people in the mainstream are in tune with this uh, anymore. So sometimes I I don't have enough appreciation (laughs) for, um, you know, the, the, like, I, I, like, I, I just, I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is the truth. This is the reality of how things work for us. And I don't appreciate enough that maybe not enough people know about this and they're still struggling with those old paradigm ways of doing things so maybe you know you can tell me a little bit more about this new paradigm um, that you use with the rapid transformational therapy and how it differs for you um, in practice Uh, maybe you can give us some examples of how you, you know, like concretely help somebody who's dealing with self-sabotage, like the example you were giving of the client who kept creating content, like how did you actually help her shift out of that? Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear 
holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's it's interesting you kind of brought up the whole thing about the subconscious mind because I think most people are not really aware. And to be honest with you, uh, I didn't really know anything about hypnotherapy before I started the whole process. And in fact, a few years ago, I heard... Um, one of my, uh, you know, colleagues at the time, and she was like, oh, I'm going to go to see a hypnotherapist because I want to stop smoking. And then, um, you know, and I think, oh, I, I don't really want anybody going into my mind and controlling what I'm thinking and telling me what to do. Because if you... It, you probably have seen on TV these stage hypnotists and they're like making people act like chickens. And, you know, and I had that in my mind. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go into hypnotherapy and someone's going to tell me what to do and I'm going to do all these silly things. And to be honest with you, it's nothing like that at all. And it is so misunderstood. And yes, definitely there is a technique for stage hypnosis and certain percentage of people are actors that want to do those things and if you don't want to do something you really cannot be forced you have to be ready and you know the thing about the rapid transformational therapy is that you know it combines different modalities and actually it's not just about i'm going to reprogram your mind it's about you know in this instance for example with my client with the imposter syndrome that was coming through actually there were a lot of other things not just the imposter syndrome but that was one of them uh but so you know we we obviously had to talk through in quite in depth what the symptoms are because usually you don't know what's going on inside you but you do know that you are doing certain things, right? You have these symptoms like you're not taking action. You are uh, turning down all sorts of invitations. You are just writing things, like I said, creating your website, all of those things. You know what you are doing. Right. But behind those things that you are doing are thoughts, and those thoughts are actually what is running your actions and your behaviors. Mm -hmm. So you have to then go, okay, so I'm not, this is what I'm doing. So my client would tell me all of, all of the symptoms that they're, they're, um, that they're doing. And then from the symptoms, then I can kind of get a bit of a picture of what's going on. Then one of the other things that's quite important as well is not just the symptoms. We always ask about the childhood. Mm. What was your childhood like? Because 
that actually has so much bearing in us. You know, from zero to um, eight years old, we are in a theta brainwave state, which means that we are open. You know, you hear these uh, people going, oh, you know, children are like sponges. They will just take in everything. And that's the same with when I uh, talk to my daughter sometimes, and even when she was like two or three, and she would say these things, I'm like, how did you even know this? Like you're two, three years old, like, I didn't talk to you about this, you know, and, and they do, they just take in everything in their environment. And what they do is they make sense of it in their child's mind. And so it's always so important to ask that person, you know, my, we always find out, I always find, find out from my client, what's your childhood like? And even though, and a lot of the time I'll get like my clients will go, oh yeah, actually, you know, it was pretty good. And then you find out that the, 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 the dad left, you know, and yeah, my dad left, but you know, my mom did as the best that she could and she gave us the best childhood that I could and I can't really complain. And yes, you, your, your adult mind can process that and think that that was okay. She did the best that she could, but your child's mind didn't think like that. Mm. It thought. My dad left me, it must be me. Mm. So actually it's very, very important to go back and find out, you know, we always go through regression. So we go back to the root cause and we try and investigate and go back to some scenes in the childhood once we're doing the RTT session and figure out what are the things that happen and from those scenes, it's like we need to figure out what the beliefs are behind the thoughts. You see, all the things that we think about, there are beliefs behind it. So with my client was thinking, I'm I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. you know, um, to have all of those. And that in, the, in that belief behind all of the actions and all of the thoughts was that she didn't feel good enough. And, you know, she believed that because all of these bad things happened to her in childhood that that is all she deserved that she didn't deserve the success she didn't deserve to have a better life you know she didn't deserve any of this and even though um actually her life was quite good really you you couldn't really complain about what what it is um you know with, with her life but there were always going to some actions that was like sabotaging that you know, just push back. It's like, no, 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 I, I can't, I can't have this. You know, there's, it, you know, you, our, our mind can't hold conflicting beliefs. One part of you wants the success, but another part of you believes you don't deserve it. How are you going to get it? Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to investigate what is actually going on deep down. What are the beliefs inside? And so it incorporates that those things that you probably wouldn't say talk therapy when you're doing, say, CBT. You know, you're always analyzing all, you know, what, what you're thinking that is affecting the behaviors. And inherent that is kind of what the thing that we do as well is we investigate and look at the thoughts and look at the behaviors and then but we look at the beliefs that are driving the thoughts Mm. you know because ultimately if you believe that you don't deserve something your actions are always going to be 
towards the fact that you don't deserve it. Mm. So of course you're not going to take any action. Why would you? You don't deserve to have what you want because you are not good enough. So you are going to stop yourself. Whether that's creating content and you know um whether that's you know or um I I actually found <laughs> you know in in myself because I, i i struggled with video to begin with you know i struggled doing lives and then things like that i actually had an rtt session myself um on this on this visibility right and it's such a big thing um because i'm like oh i just can't press that send button i just i can't do it you know it's just like you, you stop yourself um and the when we went through the scenes when i went through the scenes and I went through the beliefs I actually and, and and one of the scenes I'm going to I'm going to tell you one of the scenes um it was actually when I was about 8 years old and we went to the beach and my I don't think my mom was there I can't really remember but I was there with uh, the lady that was looking after us and we were I couldn't swim okay so I was on a like a a floaty thing <laughs> just kind of lounging like this and then um and the, the tide was coming in so the nanny that was looking after us uh, kind of just like she went to swim towards me mm-hmm. and then she went like this to the floaty and it flipped me over and of course i fell in the water mm-hmm. i couldn't swim So I was sunk to the bottom and I pushed myself up because I was like oh my gosh you know I'm little <laughs> and I I could see the top of the water I managed to push myself up and when I got up above the water she was like laughing at me she didn't even grab me she just left me she was just like and I was thinking oh my god like I can't swim I don't know what's and then I just fell down again you know and 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 I fell down and then when i i pushed myself back up again and i hit the barge on my head and i was like oh my god and then that pushed me down again and then i hit a coral my feet, my my foot hit a coral so i was in pain and I, i was i couldn't breathe you know you're drowning right and no one cared and one of the scenes was that and you think well actually that explains the fact that i don't like the water logically right but what does this have to do with me not wanting to go on video. Yeah. Okay? And you think this is so weird. Why why? What what does that mean? But then when we dive deeper and looked at the beliefs, my beliefs were I'm not important. I don't matter. No one cares about me. I could have died and no one was there to save me. No one wants to listen to me. no one sees me you see and say so of course i don't want to go on video i don't want to be seen because no one's going to listen to me no one's going to see me so it is so fascinating what you find in there because it doesn't even mean that necessarily mean that it it's something that you would ever consider that that means something but whenever we doing something whenever something is happening to us our mind in that split second goes through all your me- of your memories and will go okay let's just make sense of this what does this relate to and then it picks all of these various scenes oh this must mean that this is what she is you know this is what's happening 
and then you're starting to feel these emotions, this this you know energy and motion because then you're like oh God you know then you're like starting to be afraid and, and things and then you label that emotion as a feeling. Mm. Okay, and so you know, um, so it, that's why it's 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 actually you know really important I think to be able to understand. And so whenever I work with my clients, of course, we always incorporate that um, that aspect of working with the subconscious mind because you have to flip the switch, you have to reframe those beliefs, but not just consciously. Because yes, you can. Don't get me wrong, you can do that so much harder it takes so long and i have had clients that have been in years in therapy and they're still nowhere near and i mean spending thousands a year on therapy and nowhere near figuring out what was wrong with them in the first place yeah you know and so and 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 that's what's really fascinating about it and one of the um coaches that i actually um was speaking with i mean she had RTT session with one of my peers and uh, I said to her oh how how did it go you know and she did one on money blocks and she said oh um yeah no it was it was really great and I actually talked to my psychologist about it and she said to me oh my gosh what you found out in that one session is equivalent to a whole year session with me that's how much you find out. And I mean, this session, usually my sessions, uh, like a one-to-one session will be like 90 minutes. Sometimes it's like two hours. It goes like this. You're like in quantum field. You don't even realize that you've been in there for two hours and you find out so much. But um, you don't necessarily, you know, it's, it's different. The result is different for everybody because there are really three types of results. Some people have instant result. Some people have cumulative results. So, you know, little by little things are changing. Then some people don't even realize that they've changed. Then one day, years later, they look back and go, hang on a minute. I don't want to do that anymore. You know, I've had, um, I had a client that I was working with and she was already like, so, you know, successful really, um, you know, um, with, with whatever it was she was doing, she was working, um, with people with trauma and then she was even invited to go to, um, TV, you know, uh, to, for an interview and she, she, you know, she just froze and, and, and anyway, she came to me about imposter syndrome and, uh, you know, um, we were kind of like looking at what was going on uh, kind of behind the scenes. And it's really fascinating because you never really know. You never really, you, you think you know, but you, you never really know. And, but once your mind then goes, oh, 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 I see. I was like two years old back then. Hello. I'm like in my thirties now, you know, um, I think it's time for me to grow up, you know, kind of thing. And we do those reframing through your subconscious mind so i do the coaching and the the um reprogramming afterwards is to, really towards the end but you know the the whole digging it's so important i think for you to understand because you can't heal what you don't understand and that is really the first step to healing is that you know even when you do talk therapy you you analyze the situation 
But I think where it goes wrong is the fact that when you are in talk therapy, you could be, your mind is constantly like in a loop of this certain thing and it's stuck there. But you're not really getting to the grips of why it's on that loop of getting stuck there, you know, or you could stop yourself and or, or not really say exactly because you might be afraid that this therapist will be, I don't know, judging you. Yeah. You know, this person is a loony. You know? So I better not say that. I better tell this person what she thinks, what I think she wants to hear. And you can do that consciously you can make those decisions consciously subconsciously though you can't you know there's always so many things I mean I've tried talk therapy myself and it didn't really work for me because I always found that when I got to I know I knew what it was that was stopping me already but when it was gonna come up I just could not speak I couldn't say anything, no word, no nothing. And I would just sit there and cry. I want to talk. My mind is going, come on, you know, you've got to do this. You've got to do this. And your conscious mind's like, willpower, talk to her, tell her what's going on. You know, you, 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 you need to, to do this. How many years do you have to bottle it in? Subconscious mind's going, no, no way. You're not saying anything. We're not doing anything. And you can't, you just can't, you can't override that because your subconscious mind is there to keep you safe you know and i think um and that's why we have to get the subconscious mind on board and you know there there are obviously a certain techniques you can force it you can of course you can do all of that you have to just be consistent with it obviously you have to repeat yourself and be repetitive about what you're doing until it becomes habit but that's the thing. The key is that people give up too soon. Um, okay. You're like, oh God, I've been doing this for like two months now and nothing's happening, you know? And then you give up and it's like, you maybe in a week's time, that could have been it, you know? And, and it could have been habit. Um, and so, you know, so there's a, there's a few layers. There's so many different layers to it, but really until you go in there and have a look at what's going on, you could just be like, oh, it's like this, it's like that. And, you know, so many people are like, oh, tell me what it is about a client. You know, um, I, I was, I had a client who had an eating disorder and, um, and you could like talk to people who like deal with people with e eating disorders and they say to you, oh, it's this, it's that, it's that. Yeah, maybe. But does that apply to my client? I don't know. You know, because the thing is that my client knows. My client's subconscious knows. I don't need to ask anyone else but the subconscious mind. You know, we don't need to put ourselves in a box and go, this is it. You know, yeah. um, I have some clients that are like, oh, I'm bipolar. And it's like, okay, because, you know, they, they, they recognize certain symptoms because sometimes they're really depressed and sometimes they're really manic. Um, you know, and just self-diagnose because they, they, all the symptoms look similar. You know, but how do you really know? How do you really know? You know, it's, it's, everyone is so different. Like, I, I don't even begin to say, oh, I know what's going on with you. <laughs> because, yeah, it's, I just don't. You don't. They don't. You don't. And it's not my, um, it's not my job is to 
help my client be a problem solver. They, you know, to have that ability to go in there and solve their own problems. I'm not there to solve it for them and tell them what to do. They are there to be able to unlock the power of their subconscious mind so that that helps them. And yes, part of it will be reprogramming your mind, but it's also based on what do you want? We will align your strategy with your mindset with the transformation recording that you're going to get afterwards, of course, but it's all their own words. It's all everything that they want to do. You know, we've got to, you know, break that cycle like you would in, you know, um, you know, when, when they talk about say um, NLP is, you know, you've got like this neural pathway and say you wake up every morning. The first thing that you do is you make coffee and you drink it. And it's so thick because you've been doing that for years. You know, and so what then you do is you you just interrupt that pattern and then you go to your mind. Okay, well, I'm going to stop drinking coffee because caffeine is giving me like heart palpitations. It's not really good for me. And my doctor said, please stop, (laughs) you know, because you're having four sugars with it as well. You know, it's no good. So I'm going to change it to green tea. And that's easier because you're changing. You're still having a drink. You're just changing a different drink. But when you're doing something and you're changing the action, you really then have to keep doing that action, right? Mm. You keep doing that action. And so when you then tell your subconscious mind, hey, subconscious mind, what I really want to do is I want to stop drinking coffee and having those four sugars with it. I want to start drinking tea and then do my meditation after drinking tea. Before I even have breakfast, I want to do all of this. And then you then do that and repeat that and repeat that until you, your path becomes so thick and so much thicker that it overpowers the previous one because that one's disconnected. You reconnect the new one. You know, we have this amazing ability. Our mind uh, is, you know, um, has this elasticity that it just, you, we can create these new habits just by uh you know, um, by doing things consistently and just being, um, you know, really uh, doing it every day as often as you can until it becomes like you're driving, you know, you learn how to drive, you're like, oh, the gear, the clutch, looking at my mirrors and all of that. And then eventually you don't even think about those. You just like end up home, you end up where you want to go you know, and you don't even think about that anymore because it becomes habit. You know, and that's, that's, that's what we really want. You know, once we have figured out what is stopping us, then we re we figure out the beliefs that are doing that. We reframe it. And then we put in new beliefs because that's important. We need to, we can't just, you can't just take it away. You know, you get this whole right and you're like oh you've take uh, i've taken out this thorn on my side and it's great because now i feel a bit of relief but then there's a hole there you've got to fill it in you can't just like leave it there so you've got to give yourself new beliefs that you know you believe that you are important that you are enough that you are uh, lovable that you are significant that you deserve and you are worthy of the success that you want in your life and that is freedom you know when you can be who you have always been because we were born a blank slate 
but obviously we you know we came here for a purpose i believe we came here for a purpose and a mission and we've forgotten all of that because on top of this person that you were this soul and this little baby is just like waiting for the, the body to catch up with the soul you know and then you're covered with these layers of conditioning and programming and you know your environment and this and that and then you don't know you don't know anything so you have to peel away those layers mm. to begin with to get to who you are and realize that deep down you have always been that amazing person you know that and and that you deserve everything because you are constantly creating you are constantly manifesting the life that you want but if your vibration and if your thoughts and your beliefs are driving the wrong type of energy of course you're going to get that you're going to get those horrible you know little um unlucky things happening in your life because that's what you're calling in you know it's 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 so important i think um for us to be able to do that so um that so you know when when there will always be an element with my programs with my clients that we will be doing the RTT but then of course there will be the coaching because after that you always have to be like okay now that's behind us now let's move forward okay because this is what we do we live on purpose with purpose on purpose you know we need to be moving on because otherwise you're stuck in the old story you know and and you can't be doing that you need to be creating and so once they're ready and primed and the mind's like yeah right okay i've got this new belief then you know your your strategy and your mindset and you you've already programmed and you're aligned then the actions come then you're like okay right let's go to the next post and next post and it's just like really amazing because you know we i i have like this 3 month program and usually you know it, it time just collapsed and it's like a month and they've like achieved everything and they're always like mm, okay now what <laughs> what are we going to do now because they they've achieved it you know and 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 it's just fascinating to to for them to be able to see that and go oh right okay i can do this you know um and so i think i so believe that how important it is to really know what's going on and have your subconscious really helping you because like you say said before it makes things easy and you know um because you don't you're not fighting yourself against this other old beliefs and i think um you know that's why i'm always like we have to use and understand and use the power of sub- our subconscious mind to really propel and just quantum leap mm. you know never mind this like little tiny action and stuff if you you're there and you just like right okay <laughs> you're like constantly on the go and you just like um you just keep moving forward and i think it's all about that you know that's what we want really is to get um keep moving forward yes oh my gosh dana you keep driving so many amazing bits of wisdom and i want to follow up with you on so many things and we are run out of time for today <laughs> so i think we do have to wrap up for now do you have any last words to share 
Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I just want to say to anyone who, um, you know, who are trying to achieve something, you know, I just want you to know that there is nothing wrong with you. Okay. Uh, and, you know, whatever the things are that happened to you back then, you know, that, that wasn't your fault. But as an adult, you can do something about it. And your power lies in your ability to choose and make a decision Mm. right now to do something about it because as an adult you are responsible for changing your programming yeah so that's that's all i wanted to say i love it i love it that such an empowering note for us to wrap up uh today thank you again so much donna for sharing all of your time and wisdom. And I'm just going to remind all of our listeners to please check the show notes because we'll be dropping Donna's links there so you can reach out to her and connect with her and get the help and support that you need whenever you're ready for it. So until we connect next time, I wish you lots and lots of peace and joy. 